0: Welcome to Star Talk, your place in the universe where science and pop culture collide. Star Talk begins right now. Live from the Apollo Theater in Harlem, New York. This is Star Talk.
1: <laughs> Very-
0: Excellent. I've I've got uh, Mae Higgins, she's from uh, Ireland, a a professional stand-up comedian. We've got uh, Anissa Ramirez, who's an expert on mechanical engineering and education in STEM. Uh, And of course, uh, Senator Cory Booker from New Jersey. Excellent. And I just met you, so uh, Phoebe, (laughs) another stand-up comedian. And Eugene Merman, who's uh, one of the great organizers of all these. You've got it. So, Corey, uh, a recent Kickstarter campaign was conducted by uh, the Planetary Society, who, a, a friend of Star Talk, uh, Bill Nye, yes. is the CEO of that. Yeah. And uh, they put a, a Kickstarter to fund a, a light sail campaign, which is a, a spacecraft that is driven by the pressure of the light from the sun. Think about the disintermediation of powerful. Order. Did you just use disintermediation? Did that word just come out of your mouth? It did.
2: I, how many I syllables? I, could, I thought I could drop those here. <laughs> <laughs> um, dis? dis if I can't space. drop words like that, a science show, Wrap it up, Stanford. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Disintermediation.
2: All of us. If we used to want to get money for a business or for an idea, we had to go supplicate ourselves before banks.
1: Supplicate another yes.
2: one?
3: <laughs> How did you get elected? <laughs>
4: How did you get elected? <laughs> I promise to
3: supplicate everyone. <laughs>
2: Let me break this down. All right. Uh, Kickstarter there's so many platforms now for you to go straight to the people with your idea and get resources, information. You used to have to go up to Ivory Towers to get the best access to the best professors now. Now you can go right to the internet and get some of the best lectures, informations, get your degrees. Even they're disintermediating uh, access to work as well you used to have to go to a big corporation to get a job well now there are people being able to make money on with Uber or Airbnb there's so many different ways to go to to go directly to people to get your power. And so what excites me to this is that we used to have an oligarchy of people that were making decisions about what was important, what had value, what had worth. And now, it doesn't matter what your background is, what your race, what your uh, sexual orientation is, if you have a great idea, if you have something that you want to bring before the people, that's a much more democratic way of getting it. We started with Kiva in Newark for example, because the biggest complaint I got from entrepreneurs is it was so hard for them to get money for their ideas, banks weren't loaning. And so Kiva is an Online nonprofit platform where people like you and I can give money to good ideas and businesses. We sort of select what we want to donate to, and and it's, so this is a technology revolution that, in many ways, uh, makes me and Congress get upset that when things like broadband access, which we're behind other nations in getting people that which is becoming uh, a lifeline. It's 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 one of the ways that again
0: places that didn't that don't have the wire copper wiring. Yes, they just yep. have the. The straight internet access on the phone, That's yeah, right. uh-huh. yeah,
2: and so and so these are the issues that in in the Senate that are really important to me. Technology is critical, and I, I'm fighting battles to not let America fall behind. And you know, think of something as simple as drones, and I know that sounds like really bad to people, but. Other countries, because they're not dealing with government re- regulations like we are, they're using drones now to, to fix poles, to do mine surveys, cutting costs and moving ahead in innovation, while we, our FAA, are so slow on promulgating regulations for safety that, that the innovations are going on in other countries. And there's lots of examples of this. Where A friend America- of mine in
5: Ireland just got engaged to a drone. <laughs> 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 They're so happy. <laughs> <laughs> He's very quiet, Wait, very helpful guy. Yes. So. <laughs> Wait, basically. how can
3: drones can fix ahead. stuff in other countries?
2: D- drone drones are very powerful uses of technology. Th- think about this. Do places, they have little
3: drone hands or something like it?
2: There are places, yeah, there are there are uh, facsimiles of hands. I'm sure there are, there are types of levers or whatever. I'm not a drone specialist. But sure.
0: Yes. I mean, when I think of drones. Um, I was looking at a real estate section, you know, I mean, o- online yes. recently, and now there are, like, views of homes where if it were a helicopter doing it, it would, like, kick up all the, the, the vegetation, and it's just a silent view over for, around the property. And I said, what's doing that? It must be a drone. So, so, so there are all these uses for drones that I don't think we're, we fully understand or well, embrace well, yet. Well, that's the beauty of a guy like Biz
2: Stone he creates a platform called Twitter without even an understanding that by elevating this platform, the innovation, the millions the creativity of innovators of are, are going to f- apply that platform in ways that they never even imagined.
1: But don't you think we should think about these things a little bit more? I mean, when we created the Telegraph a long, long time ago, I'm going back in time.
0: Man. Telegraph shaming <laughs>
3: <laughs> used to be one of the worst things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <But when laughs> it's a we.
0: I guess when you're an engineer, these are your peeps from... <laughs> That's right, sorry. The, engineer peeps, they go across any, generations. Any
1: engineers out there? All they, right. When we created the Telegraph... But oh, there was one clap from
5: engineer.
1: The I'm engineer in the, the house. house. That's right. Very times. So <laughs> when, when we created the telegraph, sentences got shorter. We used to have these long sentences like you know uh, you'd see in the Victorian age. But when we created the telegraph, because it was You
0: mean written like, sentences, not, written not sentences. legal time served in prison sentences. No, no, no. Yes, I don't okay. know anything about that. <laughs> right.
1: Sending a selling, sending a telegraph is like thirteen hundred dollars. And so so we got used to having short, short sentences. And, and that's the reason why language got shorter. And so now we're in the age of Twitter and everybody's using LOL, OMG. The comma is, is you know, death. I mean, it's going to go away. <laughs> so shouldn't we really think about these, how technology also impacts these things?
0: Okay, you sound like an old fogey. I do. You know? I know,
1: I'm the Back old in my fo- day, we, <laughs> had commas, <you> know? <laughs> we had commas. <laughs> Oxford, <laughs> Oxford comma. Are I
3: think. Like. <laughs> hey, Oxford comma. That's what i say. Oh, my God. Wait. I, <laughs> I have a question. Oh, wait, <laughs> no question. I have to, wait,
0: I have to say. There is a Twitter handle called Celebrity Oxford comma. All
3: right, I need
1: to
0: find, and I need to find it. And if you're a celebrity, you are supposed to tweet to that handle, whether you agree with this, the, the Oxford comma or not. Okay? Who, who it, it, that, it doesn't follow, it. follow anyone. It doesn't it's just follow. A collecting data.
1: Yeah. Who follows Oxford, Oxford comma?
0: I, I've posted <laughs> I, I, I had to vote it. Yeah. I had to say. Yeah.
1: Are you an are Oxford you comma? Are you a comma or no you, comma?
0: Are you not. Oh, so, oh, so, so I, I'm an I'm a Oxford comma guy. You are? Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: But if you have a choice, you have 140 characters, Are you? how committed are you to the Oxford comma?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's my question. Oh, that I, brings in you, Mike. You know, I got the answer. Ho, ho. I tweet to 125.
3: Look
0: <laughs> at <laughs> all my tweets. They're 125 characters. No, they're not. Oh, yes, they are. Are you serious? I'm serious. Oh. And not only that, I do not say LOL. And I don't use the letter U when I mean Y-O-U. I spell that sucker out. <laughs>
1: That's right. Okay? <laughs> That's
0: right. You go check. You go. So to so so me, out. here it is. <laughs> I feel like Michelangelo when I have this many oh words God. and it has to become a tweet because what I do is I carve away <laughs> that which is not the tweet that I want to post. So if you <laughs> and what remains is the essence Essences. of the thought that might have taken long uh, taken more space to communicate, but in fact, all that really matters at the end of the day is its essence.
5: That's what emojis are for. Oh. <laughs>
0: but, not only if that, perhaps. there's some tweets, by I, I carve them out so much, they almost, they read like haiku. And, and, and if I gave you haiku, you'd say, that's too short, make it longer. And that's, that's not what haiku is about. No. It's about the It's a essence. beautiful
1: thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But, but let me get, no, but I'm <laughs> off topic again. <you>. Wait, so <laughs> let me get, I'll find you again. So, I, I, there's a little, I got to go back to ISIS for one split second. Please. You, yes, they're using tw- tw- uh, social media, but... If others use social media, that doesn't mean you're going to sort of win. You have to be better at it than they
2: are. Yes, you have to compete in the marketplace of ideas against evil... You know, As, as Mark, Martin Luther King said, darkness can't uh, uh, cast out darkness, only light can do that. You have to compete with the darkness with light. And, and I don't think when it comes to our country's sort of uh, pulling together, and I'm not just talking the government, I'm talking about
0: others, should be talking against this, this hate that's out there. You're famous, you know you're famous for this, how you deal with trolls. Right. Yeah, I, how, I, how do you de- Now, I know you could just kick their ass if you wanted to cuz you used to play football but you were, but that's not what you do. Yeah, you are like a words. kind gentleman.
2: Yes, operative words are used to a long time ago. The older I get the better I was.
5: But <laughs> I'd love to hear about trolls and I'm sure Phoebe like being a comedian being a woman we get t- trolls, right? You like, get trolls yeah. in your audience. Yeah, we get hecklers yeah. and uh, and on and yeah. on social media when they're it's anonymous
2: it's, so the it's much is, worse. Is, so the question is is I believe that if e- action is equal and opposite reaction, right? So if you punch there's going to be a reaction to that so why not just diffuse the whole situation mm-hmm. and and express love so if somebody says to me on twitter something really offensive or whatever mm-hmm. uh, my response to them will always be uh, will always be trying to just extend kindness to them no matter what.
1: But it's always better to say, oh you have a small dick," and then they just totally <laughs> <say smart> <laughs> <and> <laughs> never That's from it. Never it's it. fantastic.
3: And I just wanted for the audience
2: to translate again. We were still talking about Dick, Ch- dick Cheney. Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have a tiny
3: Dick Cheney. Yes, tiny dick like Cheney. in tiny. Total Recall, like Quado but Dick Cheney. <laughs> 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 Bomb them.
2: Okay, that's the kinda of, that's the kind of nerd illusion I love. <laughs> so so my point is is that we, we have every day, the most powerful thing um, you have, I think, is your ability to choose. Uh, you can either accept conditions as they are, or you can take responsibility for changing them. If you think there's too much hate in the world, you, you can either just accept that and, and, and be, continue to motivate hate, or you can be a force against that with an unyielding, undetermined love. Because we all here, as Americans, are the ancestors of folks who loved those who cursed them, who who were able to endure insults and still push forward with their positive vision and, and, and spirit
0: for this That's world. That's very Martin Luther King of you. Yes. yes. I I just yes. think that I think mm-hmm.
2: that when we when we give in to our baser instincts uh, you know, my father, uh, God rest his soul, uh, who used to say to me, there's two ways to go through life. either a thermostat or a thermometer. You can uh, just reflect the world that's around you. If it's hot, you go up or down, or you can be someone who tries to set the temperature. And, and so my point is, is that why oh, just,
0: that's, de- that's, that's deep. deep. That's deep. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. That is a legitimately you know, great. Know, oh, my yeah. God. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. so my thing
2: is, why not be a force in the world that tries to elevate uh, things try to be warmth when it gets cold, and, and, and so that's what we have on social media because we talked about this. But you're before. disarming the trolls at that point. Well, yeah. And look, I think that the he the, loves
0: me. I can't. No, it's
2: just, <laughs> sometimes I get apologies. Sometimes I get more hate. But it doesn't matter because my karma has nothing to do about with what you do to me. It's how I choose to respond. Yeah. I tell my truth um, in how I react to that stimulus. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this earlier that that's the difference between humanity, the divine, I think, divine difference uh, is that for a plant, if you you do something to it, it, it's going to respond in a way. It doesn't have a choice. Uh, But human beings, there's a power between stimulus and response, and that is choice. And we can choose to manifest our highest self or we could choose to simply reflect that which is done to us. And to me, the, the, the people I respect from history is that they did not, they realized that they were born an original. They were born unique. They were not born to be dull carbon copies of the world around them. They were born a not to A carbon
0: copy is a. <laughs> um,
5: yeah, really. It's,
1: it's
3: from ha-
0: paper, right? It's an early version of a photocopy. Yes, yes.
3: Tell That's us right. about mimeographs. <laughs> <laughs> and for, no, those, no.
0: for those millennials, <laughs> and, and just the facts, please. Yes. <laughs> and those millennials, the CC in the email line, that stands for carbon, carbon copy. Yes. Yeah. So let me just find out from the comedian. So just get back to your trolls. Sure, you, on the internet, but you you could be in in front of an audience, and this is somebody who's a verbal troll, and you know the best. I wish there guys, was a word
3: for it.
1: It's like a heckler.
3: Heck yeah, heckler. Yeah. That's <laughs> the word.
1: But yeah. it's interesting. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, guess. I think
5: it's true, like what Corey was saying, it's like what you put out there, because more aggressive comedians, like Eugene, no.
4: Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> a lion on the web,
4: fearsome
3: fearsome teddy bear, yeah. um,
5: it's like the more aggressive comics do get a lot of shouting and aggression back, but like I don't, I don't really get a lot live. I remember like one old lady was like, we didn't have hula hoops then. Anyway, it was like a total (laughs) nonsense.
0: Wait, so so that's the worst heckler you've ever had? (laughs) That's pretty good, no. (laughs) An old lady saying we didn't have hula hoops.
5: I know it was great because I didn't want to slam her. So (laughs) eventually, eventually she just fell asleep,
0: so it was totally fine. So Corey, we're going to wrap up this segment
2: okay, okay, I'm afraid that you're slamming elderly women out there for just professing a love of real hula hoop authenticity
5: I know, I know, I know. they're the worst <laughs> <laughs> They're the real problem
0: Alright, so Corey, we'll close down this segment Just, um, Is there some bit of politics that you think the nation needs to know, that you think your social media access will help move the needle yeah, So I, I, don't what I, mean, I don't mean political view. I mean something about our system and, and how it works and why it should work. And it, Is there something that we're missing that you have the power to, to change, that you can help well, out? Well, we
2: have the power to change. We used to be a nation that used to be number one in all categories of innovation. And if you think about everything from degrees in engineering, percentage of our population graduating from college... R- research and development we used to be the number 1 country in percentage of gdp in r&d now we've fallen down to number 10 we've fallen Ten. Out of, we've fallen down to number 10 we've fallen out of the top 10 as in 2011 who, was,
3: data. who are the ni- who are I mean every of us. country's uh, Italy
1: is be- beating us
3: who is? Italy. Not Italy? Italy?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I was just there. We, we had wine, and that was it. My, that was what was going on. <laughs> but my no. point
2: is, the World Economic Forum, OECD, the, these are international organizations that look at data for innovation and competitiveness, and we came in, we inherited a country, a country that was number one in the globe, dominating even things that are in innovation and competitiveness, like the quality of our infrastructure, and that's everything from... Like uh, the subway. Aviation infrastructure. Yeah, like, but the sad thing is, now we're leading the globe in things <laughs> that we don't want to be leading the globe in. From, from childhood obesity, we're leading the globe. From infant mortality, we've fallen dramatically. We we'll want a country that's not doing as well in infant mortality as we should. we got to and,
5: get fatter kids.
2: You no, know, so, we have the
3: fattest children. What we need is more scientists, fat little scientists.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so the, the political message is... Simply this, and this goes back to the power of social media, the power of engagement, is that, that those, ten, those powerful 10 two letter words. Whenever you talk about something in the world, you need to turn yourself into a, a look in the mirror and remember those 10 powerful two letter words. If it is to be, it is up to me. So nothing in the world changes unless we do, and we're a product of that change. And so we all have the power whether it's our, our little phones, which have, if we have a hundred friends on, following us on social media, we have power to create change. Because as you know, this idea of virality, if you talk to a hundred friends and 72 of them decide to retweet what you did and 25 of them, it goes on, it can go on and on and on and ripple into a movement. And right now, America needs a movement. As Langston Hughes said, and I'll stop with this, he said, uh, you know, uh, America never was America to me. But I swear this oath, America will be. We need to swear an oath that we will be agents of our democracy. We'll be true patriots, not the shallow patriotism of flag pins and you know, the other symbols of patriotism, but the substance of patriotism.
0: Stop. Cory Booker on the case. There. We're back. Start Talk i uh, introduce to you my brothers. Yeah. On, that makes him my nephew. Stephen Tyson Jr. Steven, come on out. Yeah. How you doing, man? Now I'm doing this uh, because I, I I I like what he's doing with his life right now, and I'm sure the senator would would uh, I know it sounds like what you were doing before I didn't like. No, but it was, fu- it was cool. So you're in <laughs> school at Arcadia University. Yeah. Uh, getting a PhD. Yeah, EDD in, in educational leadership. In educational leadership, focusing on with what tools?
4: Uh, using hip-hop as a medium of uplifting youth and also bringing awareness to science, tech, social justice, whatever the case may be, just using hip-hop to uplift youth. Okay, very cool. So... All uh, right. And uh, this is kind of in the spirit of
0: Star Talk because what we do is we look for things that are emergent in pop culture and then we bring them into our forum and then plug, for us at least, we're plugging science into what is already pop culture. Hip-hop is clearly out there. It is It used to be fringe. It's it's mainstream
4: now. Started by the Zulu Nation. 1973.
0: (laughs) Proud member. Okay. And so... (laughs) And one other out there, I guess, too. (laughs) And so, so you're um, so you're you're using hip hop, realizing its potency in our mm-hmm. culture and in society, yep. Yep. and try to do some good with it. So, absolutely. Uh, so that's awesome. Uh, he has composed uh, a rap song inspired by Star Talk. And so, a rap song. Uh, <laughs> th- th- now, now this, this is the Apollo Theater. As they, say, I, I never thought I'd ever say this. This is great. Put your hands together for. <laughs> Steven Tyson Jr. premiering his Star Talk rap. All right. <laughs> this is Star What's
4: going on, Apollo? All right. <laughs> Back when when everybody put your hands autograph together, autograph real quick for <laughs> science, points, for hip hop. Yeah. The Star Talk. This is Harlem, Earth. New York. Well, the sure the Apollo coming. Theater. The Black movies. Excellence. Oh, well, there's such the galaxy. Yeah.
0: The Milky Way. No, the galaxy, what no, about the,
4: no, the Let me break it down for you about, real
0: quick. Uh, Universe.
4: We're on planet Earth, living in this universe, it's all we're gonna know, from the cradle to the hearse. I'm here to educate, from me to all the yours, spitting scientific knowledge up in each and every verse. Start talking through a space-time odyssey, leading you to question what is truth and what is fallacy. You are a part of me, and I'm a part of you, cause we're all made up of star stuff. What you wanna do? Come together in a universal unity. Take us to a place where we can be free to be you and me, in a galactic. That is a tactic, changing up the game like a number one traffic. Make you think different than you've ever thought. It's, it's so, so enticing, promoting science through work of art. We bring a balance, even in the plane. If you didn't know it, then you better remember the name. Why should nature Hands make? Hands up. We also My name is Luke Tyson. Representing Just Listen Entertainment, Jesus. Universal Zulu Nation. Our Universal and give it up Christ. to all our panelists, real quick, so. Countless number of other universes. Yeah, yeah. But most importantly, it's T Y S O N. Tyson, Neil deGrasse and Stephen Joseph for the right ones, ones. ones To educate and entertain you at the same time He does it through TV I do it through rhyme Ooh, Ooh. A mind shine bright like illumination, like illumination To help improve the situation plaguing all, all the nations all the nation. We need to be more scientifically literate If we're gonna innovate to recreate and flip the script One of a kind multiplied by a trillion So what we're gonna know will be surpassed by our children Science, tech, engineering, mathematics Will help to bridge the gap these people new Jack, tactics It shouldn't shake your faith if there's a creator Or if you think there's nothing, I don't care, I'm gonna no debate Everything depends on how you choose to live your life If you're trying to help another or you're trying to add strife Improve your life, get your act together, damn it. We yeah. gotta help the planet, control it, you gotta claim it Don't understand? Pull your hand, raise a fist It's Little Blue Rock that all we got, guess what, drip? Think critically, the Big Bang history Evolution of body and mind still is still, still a mystery I still So as we want, want to put together all the facts It's up to none, none of, of us, just get of back none and relax my name is Tyson once again. I appreciate y'all having me. My Apollo debut, Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Thank y'all. Enjoy the rest of the show. Peace. With that going on? I'm, I, I'm not even necessary.
0: more. <laughs> All right. He's, he's
2: related to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah. (laughs) Did you? Were you a hip hop fan when you were young? uh, Yeah, I was around when I was around. (laughs) How come I'm the oldest one? (laughs) You're talking about Martin Luther like he was your friend. (laughs) Uh, Were
5: were you using like gramophones as decks?
0: (laughs) 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 So, um, so no. So I, um, what was I talking about, y'all? So. May though you be from Ireland, mm-hmm. what hope do you see for... First of all, I just want to uh, applaud
3: Ireland uh, so. for, uh, for letting, <laughs> for letting love
5: win.
0: Love won in Ireland. Very God happy. bless that. Very happy. Yeah, yes.
5: very happy. God bless Ireland. Yeah.
0: Well, so, yeah, so, 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 and what's the kind of visa you're here on?
5: Oh, it's the, um, it's the, I have to find a husband really quickly, Visa.
0: <laughs> that one, that's a, a special provision. In the thing. Right, right. It's
5: an alien of extraordinary ability. So it's um, somebody... Alien who, with
0: extraordinary ability. Yeah. What's your special yeah, yeah, yeah. power?
5: It's not, I can't, I can't show you now. It's illegal. It's a sex thing.
0: It's a, <laughs> it's a <laughs> comedy <laughs> So that would tell me that if we were visited by actual (laughs) space aliens, the fact that they got here in a spaceship says immediately that they have extraordinary abilities, and that we would make them citizens immediately.
5: Yeah, totally. And they'd be like, hey, Maeve. And I'd be like, (laughs) this is Neil. (laughs) 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 He's going (laughs) to...
0: No, I'm So, So what hope do you have for America?
5: Well, you know what? Like... I was so happy that Ireland passed the equal marriage bill and it was like a um, referendum by the people and that was so great. But I have to say, like, living here in New York City, and I know New York is different to America, as a, you know, like, it's not. But anyway, <laughs> I feel like it's such a diverse and cool place and I'm so thrilled to be part of it. And I think, like, you've got a lot to teach the world and I know America isn't, like, the leader of, in the way it was before, but it totally can be again. You know, it totally can be again. So, and I'm psychic, I know you believe in that. (laughs) I'm a psychic witch, and uh, I've got a lot of hope. I've got a lot of hope, and that's why I live here. That's good.
0: And most of what people claim as their psychic powers is nothing more than uh, their acute sense of observation of what goes on around them. Totally, and I'm
5: keeping my peepers open, and I love it. And I live here in Harlem, and I love it.
0: Okay, excellent. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So what what hope do you have for America? I'm actually
1: very hopeful. I know I've been Debbie Downer, but I love the fact that technology, if you have an idea, you can do it. You don't have to wait uh, to get a PhD or whatever. I mean, if you have an idea, you can actually be actualized by a lot of the technology. If you're you're a kid and you're like, hey, I want to make a song, you don't have to uh, go to a studio. You can just garage band or whatever. So I I like that these tools are available and we can be far more creative if we're not too distracted.
0: Distracted by what?
1: <laughs> Kardashians.
0: The Kardashians. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of free enterprise and free flow of pop culture. So for me, it's not, well, let's get rid of the reality TV and the Kardashians. It's let's put other TV on that is more compelling than whatever they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. But that that, that think, should be yeah. the challenge producers
1: i think the kardashians should talk about global warming then we wouldn't have to worry
0: about this maybe we could get kim kardashian on star talk
1: i mean if you could do that there you go
0: (laughs) i'm working on it so eugene what's your hope can i just say a kardashian point because i can't let that go
2: okay go (laughs) so you know a lot of life is about perception and you know that that's a very i hope a very scientific perspective you can have two people with very different views of the world based upon their perspectives of an event And there's something about the Kardashians, which I used to uh, sometimes throw uh, jokes at as well, but this last month or two, with Bruce Jenner, yeah, um, I think that was one of the great moments of education for our country—lessons in love, and acceptance, uh, and an exposure and an understanding of the diversity of humanity. And so I've I've been celebrating in many ways what Bruce Jenner's experiences, as well as the Kardashians, have done to and the elevate. And a
0: platform that, that that was a huge platform, a huge yeah, platform. So for, if you didn't remember, if if you if you missed that news cycle, uh, Bruce Jenner, of course, was the Olympic uh, world record. Uh, setting uh, decathlete, yeah. uh from, I think, 1976 yeah. in Los Angeles. Uh, was that Los, L.A.? L.A., yeah. yeah, And um, he would later reveal that inside he felt as, that he was a woman. And via marriage, he was connected to the Kardashian family, if I get my yes. pop culture accurate. And so that it, access to him in various images throughout the, this reality program uh, revealed what he had become and then he just fully outed the whole story uh, recently, just, you know, just, just this year. So. Yeah, it
2: was a, a, a remarkable
0: courage, mm-hmm.
2: and I think it really did help to elevate conversation, understanding, and love in our country.
0: Okay. Right. So, Eugene, what, what, what do you have for us? You're born in Russia? Yeah. Confess that to this or- audience. <laughs> I Con- stole confess- this <laughs> job Confed- from you.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but not really. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's funny because I do, I guess, have a... Well, sort of a very great appreciation because there's no way I could do this in Russia. So I do very much... Like you were talking about the patriotism of not a pin but a real... And it's true that I... The like
0: patriotism of what?
3: Uh, of not wearing a pin but a real patriotism. Oh, not a and, yeah, and Don't a real make it about the pin. Make it about the ideas and yeah. like actions. Mm. So I think... I mean, and so I always kind of see the idea that if you actually focus and persevere, you can do well. And I think that, um, you know, in terms of what you were saying, where uh, the idea of being effective, the idea of data-driven stuff, I think that that, that you see a lot of... um, uh, just conflict and bickering and politics and, and stuff sort of staggering. But I feel like actually quite hopeful hearing you speak about data-driven solutions and really focusing and picking a problem and really moving forward. Right. Okay. So I find that actually quite inspiring. Um, yeah, so I think that it will hopefully be all right. <laughs> Certainly prices here are a little much, but I think it'll be fine otherwise in America. So what do you have for us?
1: Um, I, I feel, I, what I hope for America is that we're all gonna come together as people and force Instagram to make a filter that interracial couples can use <laughs> because <laughs> my boyfriend is white and when I use a filter, either he looks great and you just see teeth on me, <laughs> or I look amazing I'm standing next to powder. So I really need us... <laughs> to figure this the fuck
0: out, please. Then all will be well with America. <laughs>
3: you, you, just, you just need funding, you have the yeah. product. You,
1: will you back my Kickstarter for this for <laughs> Yeah. <Will> you?
3: <laughs> so you need a
0: special optical filter that understands this distinction. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. powerful.
2: That's all right, <laughs> that's
1: powerful stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, I, I'm going to offer my reflections, but I know Corey's going to have some deep thing to say. We're going to end with whatever comes out of his mouth <laughs> after I say what I'm, what I'm going to say. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm born in this country. Of, uh, Braggart. And, what's that? Braggart. No, <laughs> no, no I, I'm, I'm an American. I'm a scientist. I'm an educator. And in these different hats, when I see scientific discovery across the ocean and happen in other countries... Uh, as a scientist, I say, fine, at least somebody's doing it. When the Higgs boson was discovered, no relation to you know, Higgins <laughs> here, um, the, when I was discovered and Nobel Prizes were handed out, uh, my, my scientist hat said, great, somebody's doing it. And then my American hat said, we could have made that discovery with the superconducting collider, which was being built in Texas in the 1980s. The budget was canceled by Congress before, before your day. And... <laughs> Then the center of mass of particle physics went elsewhere, and we lost that leadership. And that was, I think, emblematic of many other places where the edge of discovery and whatever that is that gets you to want to do that, was I saw it fade. And I think it can be, I think it can return. Uh, Maybe we have to sink lower before all of our pistons realign. I'm deeply concerned about conflict in in Congress, uh, because if Congress aligns, oh my God, OMG! Yes, (laughs) um, there's nothing more efficient than a democracy where everyone agrees with one another, because stuff happens like this. That's a totalitarian. No no. <laughs>
3: if there was just one person that they did what
0: he said. No, 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 no. The difference is, totalitarian is the person at the top does whatever they want. No, no, I- but if we all agree what we want, and Congress agrees with what we want, things and we have a capitalist democracy, then we can go to the moon. You know, we can defeat evil in Europe, you know, yeah. as you know, we're coming on the anniversaries of the so. So, I, I, I still have hope, and I see science trending now. Amen. You know, Cosmos aired in prime time on a major network, <laughs> right? And wasn't just any. It aired on Fox, yeah, okay? Really? That tells you anything is possible <laughs> uh, in I was very world.
1: confused by that, very confused. Yeah, very confused, I, I get you.
0: But uh, that should be an existence proof of what is possible in this country when people devoted to a cause, particularly a good cause, have their pistons aligned. I no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Senator Cory Booker, um, I did not introduce you as the Democrat from New Jersey because I don't really give a shit what your political affiliation is. I, I care... I should reword that. Uh, I don't... Give
1: a (laughs) (laughs) f**k?
0: I'm not interested in what your political affiliations are. I'm interested in how your mind works and how you think and do you have good ideas because good ideas transcend politics, policy and the best of those ideas transcend time itself. So... I just want to ask, can please leave us with some hope. I, I will, but I do want to say
2: very first that I, I just want to say thank you. This has been an extraordinary experience and conversation. I, a good idea for me was to come here tonight, and um, you are just an extraordinary... I'm not even going to say American because love of country is a wonderful thing, but why should love stop at our borders? Um, that you are a extraordinary... You are an extraordinary exemplar of humanity, and uh, your voice, your vision, your inspiration is changing this planet for the good, and I thank you for that.
1: Uh, thank, you. Thank, you. And, thank you,
2: And so, and so on, on hope, I just want to say this, I, be, I believe this as a person that's wrestled with some really tough challenges, especially uh, in, in my time as mayor, that hope is relational. Just like you cannot have courage without fear, you can't have hope without despair. And, and a lot of people want to be hopeful and happy and, and, and turn away from... Uh, Depravity, from despair, from darkness, but hope is confrontational. It stares despair and evil and sadness and darkness right in the eye and it wrestles with it. And the idea of hope is to never let despair have the last word. And so, what gives me hope and empowers me is understanding that we do have horrendous challenges in this country, unfinished business of our democracy. But I know that. American history is a declaration of hope. It is a testimony to hope because it is this country... Despite the wretchedness of poverty, of slavery, of sexism as racism, we have always seen hope triumph over that, people being prisoners of hope, deciding every single day to choose hope despite every other reason not to. And because of that, we have been a hopeful nation that has advanced generation after generation. And now here in our generation, we must have the courage to confront our darkness and despair again. We must be people that not only choose hope, but have an activist, a rebellious, an audacious hope that confronts our problems and overcomes them. And knowing our history, knowing our potential, knowing that promise of hope in this country, uh, I am lifted every single day.
0: (laughs) Cory Booker, ladies and gentlemen. More StarTalk. We come back... Live from the Apollo Theater, Star Talk. Woo! This next segment, we have a couple of minutes for Q and A, and so it be great to hear, hear what you guys are thinking. So, um, go All for right. it.
1: So internet and social media has a lot of benefits. You have a wealth of information at a touch of a button. But there are also a lot of pitfalls. I mean, there are a lot of websites spewing pseudoscience. So with the, like, for example, the anti-vaccination movement, global uh, climate change deniers. So what is the best way to address this, especially since it can affect policy?
0: Wow. I I have have opinions there. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's there's a conflict between the freedom of speech. I mean, you are free to be ignorant right? in in the world of the freedom of speech. You are free to write anything you want. So doesn't it come down to, in the end, making sure that in the face of the misinformation and the disinformation, that there's the accurate information that's out there that is indeed accessible? But I don't know that you can let... Freedom of speech is like the First Amendment, right? Absolutely. It's it's the First Amendment, so... I don't want to say ban this and don't ban that, You know, I I can't say that, I would not feel comfortable doing that. All I can say is, if we get people producing content that is so compelling and so interesting, that you gravitate to that and you learn how and why the universe works. In fact, if all you did was tell people what is true, then they don't have the capacity to think about why it's true. And there's a whole missing part of our educational profile in this country that does not teach you what science is, how it works, and why it works. It tends to just think you're an empty vessel and pour science into it, and then you go out and take your test. Science is a method of inquiry about what is true and what isn't. You don't just get it handed to you by what website you happen to stumble upon. So I'm keeping the freedom of speech, because that's, that's sacred, that's like constitutionally sacred but uh, that puts the greater challenge on the rest of us. Yes, right here. Right. Uh, I, and I will repeat the question because you don't have a microphone, sir. Thank you. He, he wants to know when we might see a hotel on the moon. So I guess uh, the future of uh, space tourism, perhaps. Um, yeah, so uh, my, my stock answer for that is you might have a hotel on the moon, but it would have no atmosphere, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the future of space exploration if there is a future at all, has to be based in commercial enterprise because that's only when you've turned a space program into a space industry that that ever become a routine thing. Otherwise, they're one-offs based on tax-based sources. SpaceX. Uh, SpaceX is a, an important cog in that wheel. So uh, if it's gonna happen at all, that will happen, and that'll have to happen, is what I'm saying, if we have a, bi- if we have a presence in space in a big way. Yes, over here, question. How did your role role model um, inspire you to become an astrophysicist? How how did role models inspire me to become an astrophysicist? It turns out it wasn't a role model at all. It was a visit to my local planetarium. Wow. The Mm. Hayden Planetarium. And how uh, how old are you? Ten. You're ten? Okay. Uh, My parents took me, my brother, and my sister every weekend, essentially every weekend, to different places around the city, to the zoo, to the art museum, to hockey games, to everything that talented grown-ups did, all right? Art, sports, uh, the opera, uh, Broadway plays. I was bored in a lot of that, but uh, what did not bore me is the trip to the Hayden Planetarium. And I was nine years old when that happened, and at that age, it was not I who discovered the universe. It was the universe that discovered me. Oh. So later on, role models would matter. You get a piece of one person here and there to help shape that interest and ambition. But in terms of the infusion of love for learning about the universe, that happened in my first trip to the Hayden Planetarium. And that's now where I now serve as director. So... <laughs> That's what that is. Yeah. Uh Sir, up there. Yes, sir. All right. I work in the STEM profession. I work with kids from pre-K, in the college, and I work with uh, adults as well. What I often hear omitted from this conversation is art's role in STEM. In kindergarten, we start with crayons and paint and clay, and we build our mental muscle through the arts. But yet, we're having a conversation about STEM without the A. There's, there's nothing in art that doesn't involve science, technology, math. It's all, it's all there. But yet, we have these conversations. Why, why is that? Okay, so there is a movement called STEAM. I, I, I know. I, where I'm they put the A we're, in we're, the STEM. We're, we're, but can uh, I take a
1: shot? Take yeah, a, definitely. Shot. Go for we're it. We're right, STEAMing so
0: past STEM.
1: I think... It's based on this zero-sum game that people feel left out. But I actually think that if you inject the A in STEM, it's going to blow the whole thing up. It's going to look absolutely different. Because the problem is that we've siloed everything. we siloed STEM, technology, engineering, math, so our brains don't get confused by nature. Nature has all these things fused together. So schools are going to have to change the way they teach so things are integrated, so that we're not having conversations that the A is missing and the M is missing, that we're just teaching the way the world is in all of its beautiful complexity.
0: Ooh, very nice. Okay, I, I'm i sorry. This has to be the last question. I've just been notified. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, go. All
5: right. Uh,
1: so, yeah, the, yes, the pressure
0: is on. Yeah, yes. it
5: definitely is. Um, it, it piggybacks kind of off of the conversation about the military-industrial complex and the money that's in politics right now. It's hard to take a look at something like Kickstarter and, and Kiva and all those things that we champion as something that is wonderful about the country when really it seems more, and sorry to be cynical and, and Debbie Downer about this, I guess, um, but 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 it seems to be more like something that helps us feel better about the fact that we don't have real impact. So when the focus should be on education, instead we're funding the largest war machine that has ever been perpetually funded. So how does that conversation shift back to education as the only way that we're able to bring ourselves into the broader conversation? Women in education, kids in education, bringing people out of poverty, the only way to do that is to educate. Uh, Senator,
0: uh, in the Constitution there's no mention... Of power over education granted to the federal government, so it all goes down to the states. So, what influence, however, whatever is, however poetic or deep or philosophically uh, meaningful your rhetoric is, at the end of the day, you're a senator with no control over education. Constitutionally, that's a constitutional fact. So, what? Where do do we go from there? Well, well, first of all, I I, I, I agree
2: with you that. Education is principally a local initiative. But please understand, we have a federal department of education that does make massive choices about investments. The Obama administration, whether you agree with their education policy or not, created th- programs like Race to the Top that was able to incentivize states to change their programs. So the there, senators...
0: And so it's not without some influence.
2: It's not without some influence. But, but I, I guess, in the, to the young lady who asked the question, I mean, this is sort of where we keep coming back to as a nation which is how do we change the things that are incredibly important, uh, that are are right now, unfortunately, in many ways, undermining the best of what we thought America is, was, or should be. Social mobility, for example. We have this major fracturing in our country in terms of uh, those haves and the haves and nots. We used to be the top country in the globe for moving from poverty. It was the American dream. Well, now other countries are blowing past us. If you want to be born poor on the planet Earth and have a shot of making it to the middle class, better to be born in just factually in England or Canada, where people can move. Social mobility is greater. And so the question—let me
1: interject that- though. I think I think it needs to be a grassroots effort, and we need to educate parents to insist on having STEM, STEAM. And that will change states. It has to come from the grassroots. And, and I so mean, I, and it I, has to be this groundswell, because we had Kennedy, and he said, hey, we're going to shoot for the moon. We don't have Kennedy now. We have all of you. So we have all of you to say that this is what we are insisting on, and it grows from the bottom up. And I agree. The,
2: the, the thing I would add to that is because I've been in these conversations since I was in college. And people leave, I laugh feeling good about what we talked about. But if, if we're not willing to do something different than we did before, uh, the world will not change unless we do. And we forget, we allow our inability to do everything to undermine our determination to do something uh, we get caught often in what I call the state of sedentary agitation. I know big words, but it basically means I'm sitting <laughs> on, my home, on my couch at home watching in the news. I get so upset, but I'm not getting up and doing anything. And the example I'll give you is I am here right now because of, a, of this conspiracy of love of ordinary Americans who did small acts of courage and kindness that, that liberated me and, frankly, all of us. My father was born poor. He was too poor. He couldn't afford to be born poor, so he was poe. What did you say? He was so poor. I said
0: you can be so poor, you can't even pay, pay. attention. Yes. That's low but my,
2: but my father was taken in by a family uh, when his mother, his single mother couldn't take care of him. People rallied around. They would not let him fail. We live in a country right now. You want to know that one of the best ways to stop violence in our communities? Those data show that one mentor in a kid's life dramatically drives down incidence of juvenile crime, drives up educational attainment, but yet there are tens of thousands of kids in this metropolitan area alone that are on waiting lists because somebody won't give four hours a month is what it takes to do a mentor, the amount of time we spend watching our favorite TV show. The problem we have in America is poverty, but not, not material poverty, it's a poverty of action, a poverty of compassion, a poverty of engagement. If we individually don't make that decision, then we're not gonna see change. And the powerful thing about us making a personal decision is we actually influence those around us to do the same way, and our decision of love to another person adds up to a grand conspiracy of love that does change the nation and the world.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for coming out. This has been Star Talk, live at the Apollo Theater, Harlem, New York.